What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome to you. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. This is a really special episode. A specialist. Because we haven't recorded an episode in person in In a little while. Months. We're talking months here, folks. And we are in the flesh. In the flesh. Sitting in one room, side by side, looking though at a computer screen, not at each other because audio quality. Right. Right. Can't compromise shit. Uh uh. Huh? Uh. No. But call. Hmm. Some things don't change. What? What are you drinking? Oh, let me tell you. So still on the soda kick, diet soda kick. Oh, great. I am drinking a root beer. A diet root beer. What kind? Root beer. Like, but oh. like, is there a brand? Oh, like, are you dying over the brand? Or is it a, who cares? Oh, I mean, it's like your traditional classic. Classic. classic can't go yeah, wrong. Yeah, this is a Thursday shit. night. Well, because we record on Thursday Turn nights. Up. This is a Thursday night thing only. It's not like nonstop. But it feels, so well, it feels like a treat. And if it were nonstop, fine. But it feels extra special. Yeah. like Because you know when you don't drink it that often and then you do and then uh-huh. your eye, it's like, whoa, carbonation. Yeah. Like it's a good hit. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. Great. It's like nice. It's, yeah. Like it's, yeah. You're, you're feeling fine. What are you, you, so she came over to my house. Shit. She guys. brought over a bag full of beverages. Goodies. What's in the rotation for you right now? So I've already finished. I, I, for some reason, so I'm in Oregon and there are so many options of amazing things in Oregon. Like in Arizona, there's just, it's just not the same, you Mm -hmm. know, there's just not choices. So I walk into new seasons. If you're from Oregon, you know, but otherwise it's like a local neighborhood whole foods kind of. Mm -hmm. And I spent 25 minutes in the beverage aisle trying to figure (laughs) something out. And I just got a collection. So I've already downed a can of rosé. Yes, a can. Um, Wow. Oregon's all about that, like, sustainability shit. So, you know, that was can number one. Now I'm on to can number two. And this is also a can, Oregon Pink Rosé Bubbles. But I was feeling a little buzzed, so I'm just just taking it down. Is it, like, one can of rosé equivalent to a couple glasses of wine so this according to this is it says one can is equivalent to two and a half glasses yeah. of wine it's a lot yeah which i so didn't that could, do that math yeah that could be why <laughs> you're feeling buzzed so like, i basically had three glasses of wine already which is close to a whole bottle yeah because like there's four glasses in a yeah. bottle yeah yeah so you're putting in you're putting in some more <laughs> this is good i'm really proud of you right before we started i'm the- so glad you said that though yeah i didn't no realize well, there was one time back in my old life when I could drink yeah it feels like forever ago where I had a day drinking day that was like a bender and I was like whoa how did I get yeah. so buzzed you're like canned wine bitch it was canned rosé oh and it was like one oh. can actually equaled like almost a whole bottle or half a bottle I mean I don't know what size it was but so there you go Want to move on? Is that <laughs> you ready to move? The bell is in front of me. The oh. person who's three glasses deep maybe shouldn't be, and it just feels like that was the right time to ding it. You know, like you had a bender. Okay. Good. We're gonna be bell happy today. Yeah. This is good. You know what's gonna happen though? You tomorrow. What? what? You're gonna be hungover, and <sighs> I'm hungover today. You're hungover right now. You're hungover too because last week was huge. Huge. And we have Guys, some- it was that was actually it was a yeah. record breaking week. Yep. More of you listened in one day than ever before, and then mm-hmm. the other records. Colleen knows about record things happening. So I look at the numbers, and then I tell Ashley about the numbers. Yeah. So the numbers. <laughs> God, she just went to grab her glass of wine. Hi, everybody. And our studio is being torn down by this barbarian we have. (laughs) All right, you just uh, hands to yourself. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Everybody calm down. So last week was like our literally our biggest episode ever. Most plays ever in a day for a single episode and most plays across the pod. So it was a hot, hot, hot burning topics. Mm. Not only that, but- the the hottest. <laughs> wow. you no, know? not only that, but post episode, like the afterburn, the hangover, the hangover. More messages, more voicemails, more emails than we've ever gotten before. And yikes. let me tell you, I mean, not yikes. What they were about, <laughs> yes. like yikes in a good way. Yeah, like <laughs> whoa, that's impressive. Yes, it was. Yeah. So let me tell you what most of those were about. 
a lot of you have gone through struggles in your relationships, in your marriages, whether you were dealing with struggles like Ashley talked about or huge ones like infertility or not Mm. infertility. (laughs) And what's the word? We are not faithful. Oh, infidelity. Infidelity. There it is. Neither one of our brains are working totally <laughs> no. on point, so <laughs> it's kind of a crapshoot what's going to happen Batten right down now. the hatches, folks. <laughs> Go on in. Yes. Yeah. I don't know where we're driving this car. Yeah, keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. <laughs> we have no idea. Because our hands are up. <laughs> Off the wheel. Yeah, someone else take the wheel. We clearly can't. Jesus. Okay. Jesus will take the wheel. Well, I was going to say that, but I don't know him personally. I don't know if he's ready for that responsibility. Oh, yeah. Carrie, sure. Carrie, Carrie believes he can. Yeah. But I don't, I've never met the guy. I feel like I trust Carrie. If she says Jesus, fine. Okay. okay, fine. Jesus, okay. take the wheel. So, so many of you have gone through hard things. And here's what almost every single message said people made it out on the other side of it, and people mm-hmm. are okay. And some people made Infidelity. it. Yeah, all of right? it. Okay. Some people made it out on the other side staying together. And working through it mm. and having really challenging conversations mm-hmm. and counseling and work that they put into it. And a lot of people made it through on the other side, choosing to go their separate ways and have since found bliss. other f- bliss. Yeah. Um, and so regardless, this is kind of going back to the uh, very brave subscribers who messaged us originally that we yes. talked about last week. You will find happiness on the other side, but you won't. Unless you have the hard conversations and you do the work. So that was. I love that. Great. For sure. It's a win-win either way. You're going to be fine. Whatever your choice is, is the correct choice. Go with your gut. The only way you lose is by doing nothing. Right. And then everybody loses. Okay. Stand the F up for yourself. Okay. A good tip though came from someone um, when she was talking about working through marriage struggles. She said, you know, a lot of times, and you talked a little bit about this last week, we tend to focus on the bad, not the good. Yeah. We lose sight of it. (laughs) I was just talking to my stepmom about that today. Yeah, but the grunt that you just made. Mm, Chad, new sound effect. Mm. (laughs) You know? I do know. Uh, Just was it right in my ear? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the idea was that they put like a little chalkboard in their kitchen. And they would put a compliment about the other person every once in a while. Oh. Or like people would have like a little book that you would write down something you appreciate about the other person as it happens. And then it's something mm-hmm. like you're thinking about what you love and you're writing it down and you're showing the other person. It's kind of a cute little idea. Yeah. Anyway. So is that like weekly? Did they say like, you know? Yeah, I don't remember. I guess you'd have to have like a schedule to that. Otherwise, like I'm just thinking if that was in my kitchen or I had a book, I think I would forget to write in it a lot. Unless it was like a chalkboard thing where it's like, where it's what like I right love there. about John. Yeah. And you would write a little something. And if it's up there for too many days in a row, you're like, I need to put a new thing yeah, up Yeah, exactly. That's good. good I think call. that would work for me. Yeah. Oh, and then we're going to actually play to round this part of the hangover out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought this perspective was interesting. From one of our, again, brave subscribers. Hey, Zip Squad. My name is Katie, and I just got done listening to your most recent podcast. And there was a girl who said that she was struggling with um, not thinking about her significant other that had cheated on her. She said she forgives them, but she's having a hard time not thinking about it. And I've had a similar situation, but I was the one who cheated. It's a hard subject, but I can see where she's coming from. My best advice is, that she needs to understand that people do change and it's not as the saying goes that once a cheater, always a cheater. People do change. Mistakes do happen and people do learn from their mistakes. I totally understand that it's hard not to think about it, but if she wants her relationship to heal, she should really try to give her man the benefit of the doubt. So that's my two sips and I wish her the best of luck. Thank you guys. I love listening to you. Bye. Great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's brave to come out and say like, but I was the person who did this. Yes. You know, because we mm-hmm. were hearing from the other side That's last week. That's the hard thing about relationships in general is you don't know what the other person's thinking. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, when girls are like, are you mad at me? Are you, do you still like me? Like, it's because you don't know what they're thinking. And then like, you could go, I could go innocently, like I could go flirt with 
some dude or something. And I would be like, this is funny. Like, it's funny for me to flirt. But then if John flirted, I would be like, you know, what, what does hell? this mean? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, but I know where I, my intentions are. So it's like so hard because you're not in the other person's brain. So you don't know why he cheated or if it's not going to happen again. But I do think it's sound advice that not one's a cheater, always a cheater. And it's, you know, yeah, you can work through it and come out the other side. Nobody's perfect. We Nobody's all make perfect. mistakes. Yeah. But I think it comes down to like, is someone putting in the work on themselves and in the relationship or not? Yes. You know? Yes. So you want to stay with people who are willing to do that with you. And if not, peace out. Yeah. Um, okay. You. It's the road, Jack. You know, Don't you back back. No more. Yeah, we could. Yeah. This has turned into a musical tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those those are popular. Those are all the rage these mm-hmm. days. Next thing you know, I we're just gonna saw be on Wicked the last stage. Week. How would you think? You're not a musical person. I'm not a yeah. yeah I'm not a musical. I person. could have called that from a mile away. Yeah. Well, I'm not. A, I don't think I'm a live theater person. No, I knew that about you. Like I knew that would be your reaction. Yeah. Like, the like I thought it was good, but yeah. I was just like, mm. Schmeh. People like yeah. people were like, get ready for your life to be changed. Like this is yeah. gonna be the best. And I was just like, I mean, no. if that's the best thing you guys have going for you in your lives. <laughs> Let me introduce you to a can of rosé, you know what I'm saying? Well, and to to for the people who probably told you that, those are my people. Because remember my right. favorite movie, Moulin Rouge? Yeah, like, yeah. But a movie is different than li- live that's theater. True, but I also love I, live theater. I think live theater is probably more challenging. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, I have mad respect. Yeah. But you know what I don't think I like about live theater the most? Tell me. That you pay a lot of money and you're viewing is compromised. You know, like mm. I was sitting back, you know, maybe 40 rows back or something. And on like the end, the edge, cause I don't like to sit in the middle because of my bladder. I got a bladder situation. I got to pee every 10 seconds mm-hmm. and I'm not pregnant. So I'd like a permanent catheter is honestly what I'd like. But until then I will be sitting on the edge of the theaters. And then I just feel like my view is not great. And you know, but at yeah. a movie or in my home, then it's fine. I'm, it's right up there in my face. Yeah. You know, we went when we went to uh, we're derailing a little bit, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. This is we knew yeah. this was going to happen. Well, I'm a we few called, classes in. Okay? We called that at the beginning of the yeah, episode yeah. that this whole thing would be derailed. <laughs> yeah, this is a train wreck. But you know what pissed me off mm. when I went to the live theater two weeks ago to see Aladdin? What? What we were just talking Wait a about. Minute. I, I didn't know that that's what you saw. Yeah. When I was texting you about the blackjack. Defcon. Defcon. I was in Aladdin. Wow. And the problem of the venue that I saw. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Take this wheel, Jesus. Got it. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) Yeah, I've got the bell is what I've got. (laughs) Man. Hands on bell. But they had one bathroom for like a huge oh, auditorium. Like that's one insulting. Like, what? Well, it, it was like one bathroom with like probably five toilets. Okay. For men and women? For just women. But a huge group. So yeah. like, and then one intermission. So the long line. And I'm standing there. So oh my pregnant, God. So pregnant. So like your bladder is so small and there's a weight on your bladder and nobody, not a single person. Hey, is this thing on? Listen, folks, if you see a pregnant person in line anywhere for anything, mm-hmm. good point for anything, let them go first, but especially the bathroom. Yep. Like there, yes, a hundred percent. Otherwise pretend what you need to do. If you're not going to let a pregnant person go in front of you to pee, then you should punch yourself in the bladder repeatedly until yep. you're allowed to pee because yep. that's what's happening to the pregnant person. Thank you, Ash. This is how much she advocated me for me right now, you guys, and for herself and for all pregnant women out there. But she took that microphone into her hand, pulled it to her mouth. Her knuckles turned white. I literally just as she was talking was slowly prying the grip of her fingers (laughs) off to put the mic back down. Giving me like this. It's okay. It's okay. I was gun down. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We're going to round out the hangover. But Ashley went on Instagram and threw a call out out to people, uh, to all of our SIP squad, about how to keep it fun for date nights. Um, Because you talked a lot about that last week. And sometimes affordable. And affordable. Yeah. And a lot of you responded to this. So ideas that came out of this, sharing with the squad, self-defense classes, dance classes, cooking classes, a lot of experiences here, shooting range. There's apparently called um, something called date night in a box, which sends you, it's like a subscription box with date night activities and ideas. A lot of you wrote in about having game nights at home, but like intentional game nights. So no phones, 
no TV, like really making sure that you have a space where you're actually hanging yeah, out together. Engaged. Somebody said writing down like 20 to 30 things you can do in your hometown, places to eat, things to do, and then drawing, drawing. from it. But my favorite recommendation. Ooh, here we go, folks. Hey, Ashley. Hey, Colleen. It's Lauren Gruber. Dying oh! over your guys' podcast. Love it. Love that you set up voicemails. And wanted to call you with my date idea because I think you'll think it's funny. Um, so we were trying to think of something that we could do that was relatively quick and cut out of work early and do it while we still had childcare. So um, a friend recommended to me a reflexology place. And because they're not certified um, massage parlors, you can get a full body massage for literally $20. So the date is that you can go and you can get a couple's massage at this one place, which is in Portland, but I'm assuming others do this. Not like spa treatment, you know, lotion. You literally like wear workout clothes and get it done. But anyway, go get the massage, $20 a person. And then in Portland where this is, there's a ton of Vietnamese place. So um, we went and got a massage and pho. And then we came home and we were done in about an hour and a half total and it was really great it was really fun and it was relaxing what did you think she said so we went and got a massage and then we went and fucked (laughs) we're done in an hour and a half you wanted not expensive you got it cheap date you go to this you get a massage and you go fuck (laughs) you didn't think that she said that no no because she was talking about like food like she was leading up to like food yeah so it's in a great she's like it's in an asian district so you just go get a massage and then you get fought like what's that have to do with the asian district you can fall anywhere you know oh my god i'm crying <laughs> all right oh anyway that's my date idea oh man okay so on a serious note though <laughs> I have tears rolling down my face. Hold up. Uh, wow. So this has been on my what you need to know for weeks. And I just oh, haven't really? brought it up. So Kim, our friend Kim, um, recommended to me this ref- reflexology. So it's not just one place in Portland. You can find these anywhere. If you Google reflexology near me, you can get, like, I the places I found are like 30 bucks. Solid, like, foot massages, back massages, Ooh. neck massages. They're everywhere. We, um, Chris and I got it in Hawaii. Like, <clears throat> it's awesome. I've done it on work trips. So, did we- you get fa after? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah baby. <laughs> I mean- it's the best kind of fa. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Lauren, we love you. Thank you, Lauren, for calling. We love you. <clears throat> Bye. <laughs> Lauren's the best, guys. She's a homegirl. All right, Ash, what do I need to know? Oh, all right, guys, I don't want to take up too much time because Call's got the baller what you need to know about today, but I have two things. Should I do that and then you go? Yeah, okay. I'm still tearing up Yeah, here. yeah, get it together. I'm a mess. You take All right, you are fud up. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the soup, Colleen, obviously. I know, I know, noodle soup. It's a G-rated podcast. Obviously. Gosh. All right. So Brene Brown, a lot of people ask, what's your like number one personal development recommendation? And I have a lot that I'm obsessed with, but Brene Brown is the thing that completely changed my life. It is the power of vulnerability on audible. It's a audio, like she's, it's a presentation that she's doing. So it's not a, like a book that you can read. So good. Changed my life. She is coming out on Netflix with a Netflix documentary. So I don't know. It's her thing on, what is this called? Instagram. Her thing says the caption is bringing our wholehearted revolution to Netflix, 190 plus countries, one call to courage, nine more days. And this was a couple days ago. So by the time this podcast releases, it's going to be within a couple days. So check out search Brene and um, figure out, we'll figure out the name of this, but Brene Brown, she's an author. Um, she studies, uh, shame and vulnerability and it sounds very sciencey but it is she's amazing oh my god like incredible so check this out because I'm just you know so excited to watch it and she just connects with you and will you'll have many wake up light bulb moments I'm sure during this so I wanted to get that on your radar so that you're ready to watch it when it releases 
Do you know the other thing that'll have already aired on Netflix by the time this launches? No, I do not. The new Beyonce documentary. Oh, on I didn't know there was one. So she is releasing one on the 14th, which will have already happened by the time this airs. So Sunday. Yeah. And it goes behind the scenes of her Coachella performance. Oh, Which my was gosh. like the most epic show anyone's ever done. Yeah. In the history of the world. And I still haven't seen it. Her, oh, my God. It is crazy. So that. Wow. <clears throat> there's a lot on Netflix, you guys. Handcuff yourself in your living rooms. Yeah. Should I jump in on mine? Or should I just do mine? Because do, it kind of yours, ties yours, in a yours. little bit. But Game of Thrones is also releasing this weekend. So it's going to have released by the time this comes out. Now, yeah. if you're like me, I I want to be all in on Game of Thrones because everyone I'm surrounded by is obsessed with it. Yep, right I, now. Yeah, like everybody. And so I want to be in that community. But it's one of those shows that I started watching and you cannot be half in, half out or even 80% in, 20% out. Like you got to be 100% in. And I, I very rarely give that to shows. And when Game of Thrones came out, it was when I was first building my business. So I gave 0% shows, 100% of my attention. But good news if you are like me and you are behind the eight ball on the Game of Thrones, somebody, I think it's the producer, has released a basically the Cliff's Notes version of Game of Thrones. So Brian Cogman, do you know? Oh, the writer. Writer Brian Cogman reveals which 21 episodes to rewatch before season eight to get you caught up so that when this season starts, you'll know what the hell's going on. And I talked to Colleen Brilliant. and Chris about it and they yep. said, yeah, there's a lot of episodes that you're like, maybe don't necessarily need. So it's 21 episodes. I will include these. I was I thinking, I thought about reading them online, but maybe you're running, maybe you're driving, whatever. So we're going to include them in the show notes. We'll include all the episodes in case you want to get caught up. And this is a challenge to myself because I want to be in we'll, we'll season eight with you. We'll put it on Instagram too. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. And we'll put it on IG for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So 21 episodes instead of a hundred thousand. I'm going to hold you accountable to this. <clears throat> yeah, you should. Because I'm going to need that. Actually. This is one of the best shows of all time. Yeah. And it's, and it's coming even... to an end. And I, part of me feels relieved that it's coming to an end because it's been on for so long. Yeah. You can just be hooked on something for so long. Yeah. But then they're going to have all these spinoffs of it. Oh, after, they are? Oh, yeah. They're already signed that are going to be great, too. So you're wow. going to get hooked. Yeah. And then you're going to be excited because yeah. you're still going to be able to watch things. Great. When it's all said yeah. and done. So okay. that, that covers my what you need to know call. Guys. Tell us. Drum roll, please. I promised last week that I would come and deliver my blackjack tips to all of you which is exactly what I'm going to do. So if you guys don't care about blackjack, that's okay. Just skip forward probably three minutes and we'll be into hot topics. But if you haven't played blackjack or you want to play blackjack or you're currently playing blackjack and you think it's as simple as trying to get to 21, listen up, folks. Think again, my friend. Think friends. again. All right, so I'm going to launch in. I have several bullet points. I feel like I should publish like a little hand guide or something. This should be on this. our Instagram too, I think. You yeah, know? I like agree. A little Written out or note. something. Calls Cheat. cliff notes. Calls cheat. Calls cheater. Thing. Yeah. That's Don't not... tell Vegas that. No. Okay. If you are new to playing blackjack, so if this is like, if you're inspired and you want to start playing, after everything I tell you and when you go to the casino, bet low and play at a table that has a low minimum bet. So you don't want to go to a table that has a $20 minimum. There's going to be very experienced players there and they're going to get very annoyed with you and you won't have fun. Go somewhere That's a good tip. where like if you're in Vegas, there's places that advertise like $5 or $10 blackjack tables. Go there for sure. People are going to be having more fun. They're going to be more open to helping you. If you hate losing money, if it gives you anxiety to lose money, don't play. Like my advice to you is just don't play because you won't have fun. I set a limit for myself. And I am okay if that goes away because for me, playing the game is worth the money. Like that is the experience is playing. So if you're going to get stressed, if it's going to ruin your night or life for that matter, <laughs> just don't play. And again, skip ahead. The game, a lot of people think that they know how to play blackjack because they think that it's as simple as trying to get a 21 without busting. It is not. So the key thing you need to know is that you are playing with your table against the dealer. Okay. Depending on, so the dealer will show a, a card, a top card. You will see both of your cards, right? And depending upon what you have and what the dealer's top card is, will determine your move. I'm not going to go through every move with you guys on this. We don't have enough time. You won't remember it. 
All you need to do <laughs> is Google. You can Google the book Blackjack. It's a chart that will show you what to do in every situation. So I'm going to give you some general, big, overarching guidelines. But when you're at the Blackjack table, all you have to do if you're uncertain, take a look at that chart. You can have it with you at most Blackjack tables. Or you can ask the dealer, what does the book say to do? And the dealer will tell you. You can even ask your table mates. You can play dumb. I can't remember what the book says to do here. They'll help you out as well. Okay, so don't just hit, don't make a move if you're uncertain. Ask. It is totally fine. People who are experienced will actually really appreciate it because when you're playing as a table, taking a card or not taking a card can throw off other people's hands. And that's a really easy way to become an unpopular person <laughs> at the table that you're at. All right. So I said already that you're going to see both of your cards. The dealer will show one card, right? So you're going to see the dealer's top card and they're going to have a card that you won't be able to see. You want to assume at all times that the other card the dealer has is a 10. So if the dealer is showing a seven, Ash, what do you want to assume the dealer has? 17. If the dealer is showing a queen, what do you want to? 20. 20. You always want to add. I felt like Vanna White. You did so good. You know? I thought I'd engage you a little yeah. so that people Thank could hear you. your voice. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. She's nodding like enthusiastically with every point I make because well, you I have a recent noticed, experience. Yeah. And I will give that feedback at the end, but I also notice I interrupt you a lot on podcasts. So I'm just sitting back and listening and letting oh. you, you shine. Letting me just roll. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. But I'm here guys. She's still here. She's drinking, putting it back just the way we like her. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> okay. So if the dealer, so then what is the dealer showing and what do you want to do in general? If the dealer is showing a 7, 8, 9, 10, ace, or 2, you want to play to win. You want to hit as hard as you can until you get as close to a 21. Stop when you get to 17. Most people know that. The reason why is the dealer has either a 17, 18, 19, 20. If they have a 21, you're out of it, right? But a 2 is also very dangerous because it can make any hand, essentially. There's nothing that the dealer would have under there that is going to basically make them have a busting hand. They can take a card, and most cards will give them a pretty decent hand. So 7, 8, 9, 10, ace, or 2, you want to play to win and try again in 21. Here's where it gets fun. If the top card the dealer has is a 4, 5, or 6, that's when you want to assume that they have a busting hand. Because if they have a 4, they have a 14, mm -hmm. right, Ash? Right. They got a hit. The so what is the rule? When they're 16 or lower, they have to hit? If they What's have... The yeah. So it actually depends on the casino. So some casinos say that dealers have to hit a soft seven. It's usually 17 that the dealer has to hit or stay. They have to hit a 16, which is okay. why it's a busting hand. Okay. So if the dealer is showing a four, five, or six, you're assuming that they have a 14, 15, or 16. They have to take a card and the chances of them busting are very, very high. Mm -hmm. This is where you can have a lot of fun and you can piss a lot of people off because if you have, let's say, a 13, yeah, most people would think, I want to hit yeah, because I have under a 17. When the dealer has a busting hand, you want to stay. Oh. You want to stay because you are betting that the dealer will bust. It is not about your hand. You are playing with the table against the dealer, right? So you do not want to hit. If the dealer is showing a four, five, or six, you do not want to hit if you have a 12 or higher. Okay. You stay out of it. You just wave your hand over your cards and you stay. If you have lower than a 12, that's where you can have a little fun. You want to put as much money out on the table as possible, and you can do it in a couple situations. The reason you want to put as much money out on the table as possible is because you're betting on yourself that you're going to win and the dealer is going to bust. Mm -hmm. So here's a couple situations you can put more money on the table. If you have a 10 or 11, this is my favorite situation in blackjack. Total. If you Not have one, like those yeah. are your total two cards added. Exactly. If you have a 10 or 11 total, you can double down. So you put out, if you bet 10 bucks, you put out another 10 bucks in chips, you take one card and you now have doubled your bet. You're likely going to win twice as much. Not always, but likely. Yeah. If you have two cards that are the same, like two eights, for example, you can split them and actually play two hands. You put twice as much out, and now you've got two hands going. So anyways, you guys, I'm not going to bore you with much more than this, but when the dealer is showing a busting hand, four, five, or six, you want to put as much money out on the table if you can. Do not hit foolishly, right? If you have a 12 or higher, you stay. And again, when in doubt, ask the dealer, ask the table, have I, fun with it. 
I kind of started getting the hang of it towards the end, but I was real drunk when we went and played. And I asked almost every time before yeah. I did something, I was just like, what hit, right? Or no. And then they'll say like, the book says to stay. So you're like, oh, okay, I'll stay. You know, mm-hmm. like there, everyone was very we friendly. Had like six dealers in the time we were there because they rotate through really quick. Yep. And then all the table people were really, and everyone's very helpful. So yeah, like Colleen says, don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid. This is the last thing I'll say. And this is one of my, this gave me a lot of confidence at the blackjack table. There are some hands that are tricky. If you have a 16 and the dealer, let's say, is showing a 10, 16s suck. Some people hit them and some people don't. My advice to you is to have your own rules where you either hit 16s or you don't. There was a long time when I would play blackjack where I would always hit 16s and I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to him hot the table and, you know, waste everybody's time. I knew I was going to hit that 16 every single time. Now I stay just because I do. I just decided to switch it up. So I stay, bet on the dealer busting. But you either hit 16s or you don't. I also, one of my rules is I always double down on 11s. If I have an 11, even if the dealer's showing a 10, I'm going to double down because it's just fun, right? Especially if you're betting at a table that's 10 bucks or whatever, you're there to have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you're playing blackjack. You might win, you might lose, but I have fun doing it. And I always split. You should always split aces and eights. Don't ask me why. It's what the book says to do. General rule of thumb. Like Just if you it. get dealt two aces or two, two eights, eights, that's what she means by splitting. You can split them up, what play do you two say? hands. Do you say, okay, I want to split. Yep. You don't touch anything, right? Nope. You do never touch your cards. Never touch. You say, I want to split. You put out twice as much of a bet and you're going to play two hands. Super fun, you guys. So Google, like I said, Blackjack, the book. I will put this on Instagram as yep. well. It's just a chart. Bet low. Go with someone who maybe knows how to play. Have fun and don't be afraid to talk at the table. Ask mm-hmm. people what to do. But it is a blast when you actually know some of the strategy. Super fun game to play. Let me know. If you guys go out and use some of these rules, yes. leave us a voicemail, email us, message us. I'd love to hear how you did. Yeah. And I will say, so when call, like I, what Colleen said, like her second point was if you don't, if you're not willing to lose money, don't play. I think that's why it wasn't fun for me for years because I was not in a position where I could play with money and it wasn't fun for me and call. And then our other friend, Lindsay really loved it. And it took me and like, so it's okay to like, I just would watch. I just learned like, I don't have to play when they play, you know, like I can just watch them and cheer them on because it wasn't fun for me to lose. Like it was only worth it if I was going to win, but you can't guarantee that when you're gambling. This time when we went, I put a limit, like John and I each decided we'll play with a hundred and we're okay if we lose a hundred, but I was still conservative. Like I didn't, I didn't bet aggressively or anything because I was just still kind of learning. And I asked a lot of questions and I put these strategies into whatever, you know, into my game and we won 30 bucks. And if next time we lose 30 bucks or we lose a hundred, it's okay. Cause I do see now that it is really fun, but it just takes a little time to like learn and get good. But there's also no shame if like, if it's not for you. It is a super fun date night too. Like it, it is. is something. So it's something that Chris's dad like taught him. And then Chris taught me yeah. and it is super fun to go together. I forgot one point and it's related to this. But winners walk away. So if you stay at the table long enough, you're guaranteed to lose. So Mm. have not only how much you're going to lose and and walk away if you've lost that, but have like if I win however much, I'm either going to put it in my purse and keep playing on whatever or I will straight up leave because everybody, if they stay long enough, is going to give it to the house. So winners walk away. Wow. That's a good tip. Yeah. We're taking care of you. We are taking at care of At the blackjack you. table and beyond. And <laughs> at a cellular level. Right? At a cellular level. Okay, so you guys, I feel like this is another thing that's kind of what you need to know, but I feel like the vitamin aisle can be super confusing. I feel like, sure, I should probably feel better than I do, but where do I even start? I don't know what my deficiencies are. I don't know what to take when I have a need. So Care Of is a personalized vitamin company. You take an online quiz telling them what your goals goals are, you know, and for me, like someone who likes to drink, someone who has a little bit of trouble sleeping, someone who just wants overall wellness. Right now, I just, my last quiz, I told them that we're thinking about trying for baby number two. So I have a prenatal in my mix and they will spit out at you based on your goals and based on your lifestyle 
here is what we think you should do. It takes the guesswork out of the vitamin aisle. It takes the, you know, any extra thought about it and they personalize them. Then they send you a pack every month to help you live your healthiest and best life. And a portion of every sale goes towards the good foundation, which Ooh, provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. Dang. Good job, Carol. Pretty rad. Yeah. Love companies that give back. So what they're offering. Oh, guys. Okay. Here's the deal. You get 50% off your first month of your personalized care of vitamins to get 50, 50% off. What you need to do is go to takecareof.com and enter SIP50, SIP50, takecareof.com and enter SIP50. They also, heads up, offer protein powders now. They're available in individual packets. I love individual packets for on the go. Also tubs if you are uh, into those as well. (laughs) But they're all personalized for your fitness goals and your dietary preferences. Protein powders, baby. Takecareof.com. Enter SIP50. You know what I was thinking about the entire- Bing, 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 bing. You know what I was thinking about almost the entire time uh, we were cruising through that? No. You know one of my favorite Drake- and Rihanna collabs, uh, I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you. It's like super popular. Okay, you you know this song. I mean, it's like the best song. You don't know it? Kind of when you just sang it, I felt like it was ringing I'll a take, bell, take, but not like the strongest bell, you know? Take care. It is like the best song. And I feel like they need to do a collaboration with the vitamin company. With care of? Yeah. Okay. No, they should. They should. And they do care of does take care of us. They do. Yeah. And they'll I'm take down. care of you too. I'm down. Same. I'm I'm traveling and I even packed them on the road with me. Well, there you go. Actually, that's super easy to pack on the road. Yeah. Individual yeah. things. And they say on your vitamin packs. This isn't even part of the ad anymore. You guys we just can't stop it talking says, about it. Hi, Ashley, or hi, Colleen. I'm a sucker for great marketing. I know. Give it to me. Give um, it to me, baby. Moving See, on to it is a musical. It's a musical. <laughs> Straight up. And you said you didn't like musicals, mm-hmm. and here you are starring in one. Here I am, star of the show. Wow. Yeah. Time Just for- Just like Wicked, it's two- What? Two girls, one cop. What? Just like no, Wicked? like Wicked, there's two stars, you know? Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't seen it. Well, it's the two witches. Anyway. Oh. What's going on but now? But two girls, one cup is Don't Google very, it. Don't do it. Um, hot topic. Hot topic. We got some hot topics. Are they steamy? I don't know. Okay. But we're just going to work with what we've got. I'll tell you. I'll tell you if yeah, they're steamy. You can be the steamy police. Okay. Um, Kim Kardashian has announced that- Steamy! Shh. I don't know. No, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Hey, Chad, new sound effect. <laughs> Steamy. Steamy. Actually, yeah. Play that back. Yeah. Like, Steamy. A few times. <laughs> Insert that now. Just edit this whole episode just to that on repeat for an hour. <laughs> yeah. um, Kim Kardashian on the cover of Vogue has announced that she is uh, has aspirations to be a lawyer. Steamy. No. Um, going to be taking the bar exam in 2022. No. I believe. No, why no? Okay, she's so busy. Yeah. She's got four kids. Yeah. She's married to Kanye West, who's as unpredictable as they come. Sure. She's in this crazy-ass family. She's on a TV show. When is she going to find the time to study for the bar? And she better be treated like anybody else. And I think when it comes to the bar, you are. Like, you can't pay money to, like, slide in. No. I believe Kim's a smart person. I don't feel like she should be practicing law. I feel like she should stick to her lane and not be focusing that. Cause I think the bar exam, like people hold themselves up in rooms for months to yeah. study. Yeah. Like, I just don't see where is she going to find the time for that? So uh, I don't know, but interestingly, so in California, you don't actually have to go to law school. So she could have like a private setup of law lessons. She just has to pass the bar to be a and lawyer then what? in California. And then what is she going to do? So, have you heard about the work she's done well, to, like, I heard about her releasing prison reform? Yeah. So this is, like, a super big passion for well, her Well, no, now. I don't know if I've heard of prison reform, but she worked with Donald Trump to get the one lady. And it didn't stop there. Alice. Alice, believe, Yeah, right. she worked to get Alice released from jail. She's working on, like, a few other cases. She's linked up with Van Jones from CNN. Anyway, apparently, I don't know her. I don't know what's going on. But word on the street is that she's super passionate about it. She put in part of the Vogue article that – 
you know, she's sitting in front of these court judges and she has the passion, but they have the lingo and the know-how. And so this is going to help her, I think, like keep driving this and be more effective with uh, prison reform, which is a huge issue. I'll be curious to see, like, if this is something that she pulls off. Her father was that big time lawyer, right? For the OJ Simpson case. I don't know. I still feel like if she pulls it off, there would be an asterisk next to it. Like, I don't think enough people will look into it to be like, oh, no, she legitimately did this. I think people would be like, oh, okay, Kim passed the bar. Like, right. Kind of like Kylie, billionaire. Yeah. I just feel like it's like, you know, at what level did she do it? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like what would benefit her more and take less of her time, because actually, you guys, I really do respect Kim Kardashian. Like, she sells herself out for some bullshit, I feel like. Like, I'm not all into her ads. I'm not into some of the stuff. But- She's probably, and this is like complete 180. She's probably my favorite Kardashian. Yeah. Chloe used to be mine. Now, like what you said a couple episodes ago, like everyone needs a Kim in their life. Like she is ride or die. She is smart. She's a businesswoman. She's hardworking. I don't think she needs to pass the bar to learn the lingo. Like I think she could do less work unless she's going to be a lawyer, but she's going to make way less money doing lawyer shit than she is doing what she's doing now. Yeah. So I don't think it requires that much work to get the education to be on their level. Unless it's just a passion for her. Unless it's a passion. Which, but how do you have a passion like that with four kids under the age of five? Well, she's also got a lot of help with that too. I just can't, I still can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah, she does though. And I I have one kid and we have a nanny from eight to one, one child. And we have a nanny eight to one. And I still feel like I don't see her. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's one kid. I can't imagine. Then you have three other ones and you have help all day. But And like, they have another one on the way. Right. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. she's going to have four kids yeah. when she's doing this. So yeah. it's like, and she's married to Kanye, who's like very busy. And they're, they have demands, like unless she's giving up her whole career. I just don't see how that's possible. And we'll keep a close eye on it. But we will. I feel, you like, guys, we I will. feel like I'm rooting for her with I'm this rooting though for her. because- She's been so effective. It's such a worthy issue. And, and I'm not she's, rooting for her to do the pass the bar because I don't give a fuck about that. She can still be very effective without having that. Under yeah, I, I, I could care one way or the other. If she wants to do it that and that makes her happy, great. But I just think it's uh, I'm rooting for her with like continuing to fight the good fight. 100%. Because she's doing it better than like politicians are right now and you know you know and I like that they bring like she cares about stuff like that like on the keeping up the Kardashians she went and checked out like walked through um what are those called the homeless camps whatever those are called like in LA there was like a whole mile of them and it's outrageous and she went and you know she cares and she goes and talks to like battered women's shelters and like that is she's putting it on a big platform and there's no bigger platform I mean I arguably than the Kardashians right now except for you can sit with us Right. I mean, true. Asterisk. Fair point. Asterisk. Yeah, I just, yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you. I Actually, both... do you want to, you know what? What? Let's both go what? take the bar. Yeah. Go toe-to-toe with Kim. <laughs> yeah, 2022. <laughs> toe-to-toe with Kim in 2022. Whoa, you know? guys. Who's who's with us? Yeah. <laughs> this bell is. I'm, bring, I'm bringing this bell to court, man. To the exam. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Every request got that question. I'm lawyered now. <laughs> I'm lawyered. <laughs> All right. So I was teasing before the episode to Ash. I was like, I got a hot topic, but I don't know how hot it is. And now we're going to put it to the test because I'm very curious. I can see your notes. Did you already see it? Black hole. <laughs> She's talking about my vagina, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Someone finally captured it. <laughs> First photo ever. No one's close enough, though, to be like stuck in it, I yeah. think is what they're saying. Right. They had to really use special cameras, like, like yeah. go far out. Yeah. No, but in space, a black hole was photographed for the first time ever. First of all, I don't know what a black hole is. No one really does. <laughs> I thought you were going to really be like, are you an idiot? No, it's like, okay, it's in space. It's massive. Nothing lives there. It's apparently it's just like a hole in the galaxy. Google it. Oh, I was like, bell? I can bell. No, don't. Stop belling it. Definitely don't (laughs) bell it. So the first ever photo of a black hole was captured 6.5 billion times more massive than the sun. So these are like the biggest. I don't even have a frame of reference. Slight gauge on what that means. Me neither. And that's what scares me about space in general. How much bigger than Earth is the sun? No one knows. Google that too. (laughs) What is a black hole? (laughs) Ashley's 
god. I took astronomy at U of O. This is not kid friendly. No. Get your kids out of here. Chad, can you put a warning in your own voice at the top of the episode that says you can't listen to this with anyone actually? Yeah, like never. under you know, 18. You listen to it in a black hole, and that's the only yeah. place. <laughs> yeah. A region of space having a gravitational field so intense that no Maddie. <laughs> no matter, matter or, radiation, or radiation can escape nothing survives informal that that's see they need an informal a place where people or things especially money disappear without trace that then the space equivalent of that yeah space. nothing survives <laughs> equivalent. nothing survives okay but, what um, else am i looking up oh how much bigger is the oh, yeah. sun than the earth because the earth is not super big the sun's the biggest the sun is about 109 times the diameter of Earth. Okay. So 109 Earths is the sun, and this thing is 6 billion times Six that. and a half billion times more massive than the sun. And they took a photograph Seems of like it. Seems like we could take it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems doable. How do you take a photograph of that? So that's the thing. They had to develop, like, all these special – no one's ever been able to do it. It's a team of scientists that did it. A 29-year-old. Uh, well, so – Initially, the Kim Kardashian. Yeah, the news came out that was like this woman was like the person who did it. She was like, no, it was a whole team of people. But there were a lot of women involved. Women go, yay! Still a big moment for women in science, technology, engineering, and math, STEM. Anyway, I thought that was kind of cool and also terrifying. Yeah, like, dude. So I was telling you, I took space class or whatever, astrology, astronomy. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Astronomy. Astronomy. Astrology. Astronomy. What's the difference? Oh my I'm going to Google it. <laughs> I got all so turned around. Wait. Uh, Our brains, you guys. We're cr- Astrology versus. Oh, astrology is signs. Like, I'm a Leo. Oh. <laughs> so right. it is like, because, you know. Space. I'm, it's all about space. I am a sun sign. So yeah. it's all related. Mm-hmm. What's your planet? Do you know? I'm a water. No. It's not a planet. Astrology. You, I'm a Capricorn. But what is that? What planet is that? Isn't that a? There's no planet. Like I'm a sun sign because I'm a Leo. What planet is Capricorn? Saturn. Saturn. See, you're Saturn. Anywho, it was a terrifying class. I didn't. I just did. Everyone just learn something. We all are learning. If you don't know what planet you are, Google it right now. Yeah, I had no idea I was a planet. Yes, everyone's a planet. Wow, that's the whole thing. It's like where the planets An were aligned when you were born. Yeah. Negative sign and one of four cardinal signs. Wow. What does that mean? Don't Google it. Don't we got to stop this somewhere. Ruled, <laughs> ruled by the planet Saturn. Okay. You know what I'm ruled by? Taylor Swift. They can suck it because I'm not ruled by Saturn. You know who else can suck it? Who? Poachers. Because here's oh, the last hot God. topic. Yeah. A rhino poacher <laughs> was killed. He was out trying to hunt rhinos. He was trampled by elephants and eaten by lions the only remains found of this guy was his skull and pants. Thank God. And his pants yeah. were probably pieces of shit. Otherwise, oh, yeah. someone would have taken them. So, like, we went to Kruger National Park. It's in South Africa for safari last That's where summer. he was. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that was crazy about being there is I had no – I knew poaching was an issue. I knew it was a bad issue. But to see it in person, it's like <sighs> an actual war zone. Like, there are – military constantly going through the park it is full-blown civil war all the time and you don't see like money yeah so a lot of poachers are after rhinos for their tusks because there's a huge market of men who believe it helps them with issues with their Uh uh-huh yeah and it there's that's not actually proven it's super sad right and these rhinos are going extinct (gasps) we saw rhinos and it made me cry they were so beautiful it felt like you were tapping into like a prehistoric age oh just looking gosh. at them. Yeah. And actually the person who was guiding our safari was like almost teary saying like, I don't know if my son will ever be able to see a rhino. Like if his future kids will he didn't have kids yet or like his son or daughter would ever be able to see a rhino because they're just evaporate, not even being because murdered at a crazy rate. So anyways, go team animals. For what sure on fuck? this one. How but it's do a you huge poach? problem. Like this guy's out there by himself and you just shoot them? Yeah. So these people go into the parks and at night and they walk around in the wilderness with guns and supplies to like to literally carve out their tusks and stuff. 
And there's also military and people from the community who are trying to get the poachers before the poachers get the animals. Oh, my God. And one thing that was really special about South Africa while we were there is people are like, you know, we're divided on a lot of different things. It's still, you know, a place in this world that's been through a lot. But they're like, the one thing that unites us is nature and animals, and we will fight to the death to protect them. So Um, who are – are these people not South Africans? They're people that are, like, coming in and just – Yeah. I mean, they can be South Africans. They're people who need money usually because they're getting paid a lot to send these horns or tusks or whatever it may be to other countries to sell in the black market. Sometimes not even the black market. It's just like, but it's crazy. But this went viral or whatever. Yeah, fuck that guy. But the poachers are winning overall. The animals won in this story. But the poachers are winning. What do we do? What do we do? We uh, There's a ton of – I'm going to post on Instagram because when I went to Africa, that was the question that I had. I was like, yeah. what do we do? Yeah. There's actually a ton of really awesome local – local by as in South Africa – organizations that are fighting back and not only putting together like parks that help rebuild the population of these animals but educate consumers that these – Rhino horn is not something you need mm-hmm, to take, mm-hmm. what the actual impacts are. So trying to help the demand side as well. And then, of course, organizations that are helping actively keep poachers out of parks. This is not about poaching, but I just had a thought kind of ties into the Kardashians. I just watched their last season premiere or whatever of the season yeah. is. And they're planning a family trip to Bali. Have you seen this episode yet? Not yet, but I... Yeah. yeah. So they were like, I just need a little like sun and elephant ride. And I was no. like, no. Yeah. No. Because Colleen has been... Dude. She knows about that too. Never ride an elephant no matter where you go. Because that elephant was... Its parents were killed. It was taken from its family it has gone through hell and back to be tamed so that your ass can ride it and it hurts it when you ride it, number one. But it has been actually tortured to basically like ruin their minds and put them in captivity their whole life. It's yeah. really sad. Don't ever do it. Don't yeah. ever ride elephants and spread the word. And spread the word because I don't yeah. think the Kardashians would do it if they knew. No. they don't. It's not a common thing. I didn't know until you told me. Yeah, it so. is. Yeah, really, really, team really animal terrible over here. Yeah, team animal. Okay. And that concludes our hot topics. Hot topics. Uh, let's rant and rave. Great. Do you want to? I have all in one kind of thing. Well, then you do that. Just do it. And or no, you... I'll sandwich you. You do rave. I'm going to sandwich you. And then you end with a rant. Same as last week. No, we start with a rant. Um, I always get them messed up. You're usually good at oh it. Oh, my God. Okay. okay, go. Let me rant to you guys about um, something that happened to me this week that has happened to me enough where I get so pissed. So I called our friend Lindsay. Yeah. And I went to her voicemail. And I went to leave her a voicemail. And I initially, the very first go of the voicemail was super, I was excited. Hey, Lindsay, it's Colleen. Calling to check in on you. I'm, I'm leaving this voicemail from the car. Guess what going. happens? I get uh, cut off. You've been ended. Yeah. If you're satisfied with your message, yeah. press one. No, I'm not satisfied with my message. I'm still going. I was five seconds into my message. <laughs> yeah. If you would like to erase and re record your message, press one. Fine. Erase and re record. The second round is less enthusiastic. <laughs> hey, Lens, it's called. Da, 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 da. The bitch does it again. Yeah. If you. If you were satisfied with your recording, press one. No, I'm not satisfied. So I press the thing. And by the third message, Linz, it's call. (laughs) I'm pissed. I'm pissed off. Poor poor Lindsay thinks I'm pissed at her probably. But I'm like, your, you know, your voicemail lady keeps cutting me off. Like Mm -hmm. I'm all of a sudden blaming Lindsay for a robot. talk monotone. Like, is it something in my pitch of my voice? Yeah. You know, so anyways, um, I just got to say these robot destroyers of voicemails have got to go you know what else sucks what when you're leaving on the iphone when you're leaving the voice memo and text and you're like leave a long thing but you don't hit the swipe up just perfectly and then you lose your two minute thing you're like mother fucker yeah our favorite soup our favorite soup (laughs) Uh, yeah it's always on my brain all right yeah i know i agree the robot all right, so I'm going to I'm gonna pack this in. All right, yes. so my rant. Rev and I flew to Oregon today. That's a, that's not a rant. That's a rave. But traveling with kids is my Ooh. rant, man. Traveling with kids is tough. It's always been tough. Like, And they let you fly until they're two years old with an infant on the lap. So fly for free, which is a great 
little perk. Sure. But as soon as they start being mobile, which is like six months when they like have a brain and they're more, you yeah. know, they want to get whatever, into mischief. They're just like looking yeah. at things and they, you know, and this was the worst. I thought maybe this would be the best trip because she's older. She's 16 months. I thought maybe I'd have enough to distract her, but no, now she like arches her back and throws a fit. If she's like, why can't I be put down? Like, cause yeah. if anywhere else in her life, she can get set down if she wants to be set down really, you know, oh, like at our yes. house or whatever. And she's not really used to headphones. So we think like screen time, we downloaded some videos, but she's like, what the hell's on my ears? Like, what is this? And I was on a flight where there wasn't really friendly people. Like I've been on some flights where people are amazing and they're like, cause I've traveled with Rev by myself a few times and they're like, here, can I help? Can I hold? What can I do? Oh my God. I'm totally happy to take her off your hands. And I let moms let people do that. You can tell if they have juju and when you're in the air, they can't go anywhere with your kid. So I let people hold them. Flight attendants have been so great. This flight, like the girl that was sitting next to us, Rev would breathe in her direction. She would like flinch and like get tighter and like turn away from her. None of the flight attendants were friendly. None of the flight attendants liked her. They act like, like we were a total nuisance. Nobody offered to help. So I will also say, in addition to letting pregnant people go potty and like just sit down and let the, let pregnant people do whatever the hell they want to do. Also, if you see a mom by herself traveling with some infant, help her, help her just, and, and at, at least offer, you know, cause, and, and there were a few times where I just wanted to cry. Like Aww. I just like, but I didn't, you know, cause I'm like, this is my life and fuck them, fuck them. But I will say my rave is screen time. Mm. Screen time saved us today. She, I just kept trying putting those headphones on her and we downloaded a bunch of things on the iPad and we did a lot of walking up and down the aisles and reading books and all kinds of things. But there was at least of the two and a half hour flight mixed throughout it. There was at least an hour probably in 10 to 20 minute increments where she was watching the screen and I could just sit there. You know, and it was like, thank God for screen time. Stress relief. Just stress relief. She's not kicking the seat. She's not screaming. She's not pissed. She's not bugging anybody. She's just content. You can let your guard down because of all that. Right. Because she's, my kid's not bothering me. I just feel bad about the people around her. But screen time, man. And screen time at home, too, to get shit done. Well, especially it sounds like under the situation, you were in a hostile environment. So you're oh, stressed, yeah. I'm stressed the hell out. I left my purse on the plane because oh. I was like so stressed to get off the plane. So then oh. I had to, at the top, I was like, oh my God, I left my purse. Can you watch my kid? And I ran down the jetway to go get it. But oh my God. Anyway, we made it here and all's well. And I'm never going to be that person that doesn't do screen time for her kids. I was randomly on some, like someone tweeted about traveling with kids. Yeah. And it was like, any advice, this is really, really hard. And uh, uh, so many moms were like, we have some rules at home with some things. Yeah. There are no rules no on rules planes. When you travel. Like, you want candy? Great. Great. Here you go. Yeah, I gave you her want- cookies, <laughs> yeah. that Biscoff cookies. Whatever you like, want. Cookie, binky, all the yeah. like, I try not to give her the binky, binky all the time. Like, whatever. Yeah. Guys, I'm not even a mom yet. And just hearing this stuff, it's like, yeah, if you see a mom on a plane, like f you if you're annoyed. Yeah. They're stressed out, yeah. trying to make sure you're not. So can we all just come together on this yeah. and just just have a little grace? The looks I was getting, I just wanted to be like, I'm doing the best I can. You yes. know, like there was there were like four different times I thought like. I'm doing the best I can. You should have a t-shirt you know? that says like, that I'm when you travel with kids. Like, and also she's doing the best she can. Like, yeah. Kids, people, ex- and, but I will say caveat before I had kids, I treated people the same way. Like people with kids, yeah. I didn't, I was not, I didn't know to help them. I didn't know any of this. Like, so if you don't have kids, not expected. And it was very clear that flight attendants have never had kids. Cause you know, but I just feel like just know they're doing the best that they can. Mm-hmm. Kids, and parents are doing the best that they can. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All um, right. Okay. Take my, us out on a high. My rave is so simple. I mean, my number one rave is that Ashley's here. Yeah. Like, period. Yeah. You know, she flew out here to throw me a baby shower. Yeah. Which is like so freaking cool. I my heart already feels so full just because this is even happening that <laughs> she's here for the weekend. But my dumb small little raves. That was my. I have two raves. That was my yeah. big rave. My dumb, small, everyday rave. This is so silly. But I don't know what I did before cameras in your car that show you, like, the backup rear cameras. Oh, my God. Like, 
for real and then also parking kitty like i don't know if that is an app that everybody has in every city but it's this little app you can put on your phone and instead of going to the machine you just do it from your phone it has your credit card stored you tell it how long you're gonna stay if you're eating um dinner it'll say like it's about to expire and you can add more time from the restaurant anyway you got me hooked on parking kitty no chris did i i think you did i signed up at your house when you lived here last summer I think it was Chris, though. Maybe he was the the godfather of it, the real starter. Yeah, I feel like he told me about it. Yeah, and then I ignored it for a At while. Bocce. You're a first mover, though. You jump on stuff. Oh, yeah. I never. waited for a I, while. I mean, but also remember ponytail and also the scalp thing that like hook line and singer oh yeah so sometimes you're a jumper sometimes i'm a jumper sometimes, you're a jumper. sometimes i need a little nudge yeah. but now that i've got this set up my life downtown life i'm fearless oh parking spot that i may or may not be able to fit in let me give it a go i got this camera <laughs> boom, parked done you know yeah. i just feel like a boss yeah i'm driving my parents it's like a 2000 pilot right now yeah. they, keep, they keep it in really good shape so it's nice but i i forget now that I have to look over my shoulder when I reverse because yes. I'm so used to just looking at my mirrors and the and the camera yeah I don't even like look behind me anymore I just look at my side mirrors and the camera and today I've backed out three different times and three different times in parking lots I was like shit actually you can't see shit you need to turn around you need to be a safe responsible driver you know okay yeah. so Jerry Seinfeld will end this end this in one second Jerry Seinfeld had a stand-up where he was talking about old people in Florida yeah and he was talking about how they don't look around they just reverse and he's like you know what I'm old and I'm coming back <laughs> like they just go you yeah. know and I feel like that's what's happening I'm oh, not yeah. old but like I've got the kid back I don't have a backup Kim and I'm <laughs> still coming back one time my dad and I we really are gonna wrap this up in a second we told you guys this was gonna be off the rails today <laughs> But so my dad is that person or used to be, but we went to go see a movie and he, what? Did we do HelloFresh? No, we did HelloFresh. Oh, okay. We read for HelloFresh. We did? did no, we, we didn't. Read? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh my God. Hey guys. <laughs> How do we do this? Just Let do me it. finish this story with my yeah. dad. Guys, we forgot an ad. Hang with us. Hold on. Tell the story. So my dad, <laughs> we went to go see a movie. He just, I went to go back out and my dad didn't even look. He just backed out straight. Like our cars were parked on opposite <laughs> sides and he just started going and we literally rear-ended each, like both of our car asses hit. Were you looking? Yes, I was looking. I, I was at a dead stop and he just like powered back into me. In well, the- I'm old and I'm yeah. coming back. It was like a po- it was Bridgeport Village, like a popular place. Everyone's watching this. <laughs> Two people get out of the car. I'm like, dad. Our daughter. Yeah. Ass bump. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> um, that made my life harder when my dad did that. Let me tell you what will make it easier. <laughs> I was really trying to find the transition. Did I get it? You nailed it. Okay, great. Hello, fresh. <laughs> Makes conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple recipes. They do it all for you. I hate meal planning. I really hate shopping and I really hate prepping. And HelloFresh will literally do all of those things so that you can focus on just having a great freaking meal. Which is what we've done tonight. We've just focused on having a really good time because HelloFresh took the work out of food. Like our bellies are full. Yes. They send you boxes with fresh pre-measured ingredients and little recipe cards that have all the steps for you, little pictures, paint by numbers. It's really, really, really convenient. The meals come together in 30 minutes max. Um, <laughs> Unlike our podcast. Unlike our podcast. There are three plans to choose from. Classic veggie and family. You can switch those around if you want to switch it up. I love getting out of a recipe rut. I talked last time we talked about HelloFresh about my favorite poblano chili recipe that they gave me one time. Another one that I freaking loved that is a go-to is um, a Thai burger. They like put oh, some- Oh, you've tw- made that for me. Yes. They put some twists on Holy classic shit, things- that was good, yeah. That really like rock your mind mm-hmm. where you're like, why haven't I not done this before? They put like mm-hmm. lemongrass in the beef. Cilantro or it something? It was so good yeah, was and so easy. Good. And they send you everything you need. Okay, how do we get how do how do they get the deal, Ash? Tell them. Dudes. <laughs> Sippers. 
For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash SIP80 and enter SIP80 as your code. It's like receiving (laughs) eight meals for free. Or you can get $20 off your first four boxes. I mean, it's the same. Same math. Same, same. 80 bucks off. So they send it weekly. Your life is made. Your your belly is happy. Do it. Things aren't going off the rails. Things are all together. Yeah. And that's it. You won't regret it. (laughs) You won't regret it. (laughs) Wow. Hey, how do you think we did this episode? (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Guys. That was fresh A as pho. Yeah. Fresh as pho. Thank you for sitting with us. You can sit with us all one. Subscribe, hit the subscribe, leave us five stars, rate, review, do all the things, only rate and review if it's five stars and a good review, leave a great review and we'll pick our favorite for next week to share. Ooh. Like, like, like That's a good dr- CTA, something, a little call to action. Drop something good. Drop something good and we'll read maybe yours About out loud. Maybe your favorite moment of today's pod. Oh, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Okay. We love you guys. You, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> Always see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.